At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. All right, folks, what's going on? Welcome into the program. We've got a good one on tap. Aaron Moore is going to be with us, Points Spread Weekly contributor, professor of sports media, of course, over at Ryder University. Can talk a little college hoops with Aaron. He's an absolutely fantastic conversation with him every single time he comes on. And Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Sportsbook Director, is going to be with us, get the bookmaker side of things from last night, two good games, and then, of course, what's going to happen tomorrow and the next. Aaron Moore's got a couple of uh, columns in the uh, March Madness betting guide here at VSIN. Actually worth uh, reading. And uh, Chuck Esposito, I think, is running a contest for March Madness. Is it, is it a last-man-standing type of contest? Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, this is an annual deal at Station Casinos. Oh, but it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely something worth uh, considering if you're going to be in Vegas this week and next week. Yes. Uh, so, with that, we dive right in. We're, gonna get to, we're going to uh, preview the games for tomorrow morning, the ones that will tip before we come on the air with you uh, tomorrow on The Edge. I cannot wait. Tomorrow, first round on the air is going to be a lot of fun, even though – it's just an hour. But very quickly, Matt Humans, uh, takeaways from yesterday, if anything at all. Texas Southern with a late push gets a 76-67 win over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, island time, not so much. Uh, what did Ben Wilson say? Ridiculous. Laying three and a half there in that spot. Ultimately, they win by nine. Maybe it should have been bigger. Well, I think what happened with this game, and, and Islanders just lost their composure. They unraveled in the last five minutes. They led 61-59. to yeah. 59. And then you had a guard foul, a three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to give uh, Texas Southern credit uh, for 
I think, executing very efficiently on the offensive end in the last five minutes of the game. I talked about the three-point shooter was fouled. He made all three. And from that point forward, Texas Southern really kind of ran away with the game and uh, won by nine after trailing by two before that foul. So that was the uh, that was a critical point in the game. And uh, Texas Southern minus 180, minus three and a half, gets the cash. That game goes over the total, even though it got off to a slow start, over the total of uh, 137. It lands on 143. Yep. Uh, and also from yesterday, the Indiana Hoosiers get a win over the Wyoming Cowboys, 66-58. to 58. Uh, Not only, of course, win, but they cover the closing number. Uh, I think it was, uh, what, four and a half in uh, some spots mm-hmm. that ended That's up correct. closing it? Yep. So, uh, but ultimately, though, you and I were talking about this off the air right before the show started, a quintessential Wyoming performance, simplistic offensive game plan, E-game Aldonado trading post-ups, turnovers that really covered up the actual efficient shooting nights at one point in the second half they were six of eight from the floor and yet had committed six turnovers mm-hmm. something in that range and that ultimately led to their downfall a total of 19 turnovers for the wyoming cowboys in a game that they lose by eight i'm going to give you a uh, multiple choice okay how many games are you going to win when your point guard commits 10 turnovers a not many b none I'll go with none. Okay. Yeah. I would think none's probably the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> and as we were discussing as well, I don't think Indiana looked very impressive. Sorry, Wes Reynolds, but watching them, it, it hurt the eye to a certain extent. Wes admitted that much. Execute. Wes yeah. said on uh, Twitter last night, it was ugly, but we got the win. And that was the Hoosiers' first NCAA tournament win since 2016. Really, there were two guys who carried Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis was really effective in the low post against Graham E.K. And then Geronimo, who came off the bench, made some big plays around the rim for the Hoosiers. Man, some of those three-point shots out of uh, the Hoosiers' hands last night were ugly from the release. That was a pathetic display of perimeter shooting by Indiana last night. But still... um, I had a lot of confidence in Indiana to get that win in Dayton, and we got there. 66-58, so favorites start 2-0, and uh, one over, one under last night. This seemed to be a dead under uh, from the start. It was uh, something like 12-12 with yep. six minutes ago in the first half or six or seven minutes ago in the first half. Uh, so you had 124 total points under the total of 132. All right, we can save Notre Dame Rutgers because uh, we are going to have opinions on that yes. and best bets. So we'll get to that later in the show. Anything on Bryant and Wright State, a game that is going to be, uh, at least if it goes by the numbers, a fun one, at least one of the more fun first four games that we're going to see. Wright State, two and a half with a total of 155 and a half, depending on where you look. Uh, this should be an up and down and fun affair between these two. And we know uh, that on the Bryant side of things, we get one of the more dynamic players, Peter Kiss, uh, who is going to be, um, we'll call it flamboyant, very flamboyant in terms yes, of the he way is. he plays basketball. Very demonstrative, yes. uh, very arrogant on the court. Yes. I guess, uh, was he getting lectured in the uh, conference championship game by his coach? Was that it? When he nah, was I'm not sure. I think his coach wants him to play with that swagger because he's more effective that way. But that, remember, the, the crowd was out of control oh, yeah. that night. and it was, <laughs> That uh, was like a high school game. That, that was ridiculous. It was like a riot at a high school game. You're right. Uh, Okay, so Wright State's essentially got home court advantage here playing in Dayton. Yes. That was built into the initial number of three and a half. This number is now down to uh, two and a half at most spots. Wright State minus 145, the total 155 and a half. And you know I'm not a totals guy, but I'm intrigued by totals in Bryant games. Because yeah. this team wants to fly up and down the court. And uh, most people are going to look about the overs. I actually don't have a bet on this game right now. I'm kind of hoping that Bryant wins because I want to see Bryant, Arizona. 
Yeah. And round two, in the, the next round, yeah. which would be a first round game. These are two 16 seeds. How high would you set the total in a Bryant Arizona game? Ooh, like one, go, 161. I was going to say around 170. Okay. I'm not going to set in total, so I will believe huh? you. <laughs> and by the way, for those who are wondering, too, because Bryant is the team that's going to get the headlines. But you're right. I think it would be set lower than 170. But. Yeah. Uh, you, everybody's going to look to bet that over. Uh, but Wright State is more than uh, willing to run with them as well. They're mm-hmm. a top 100 team in terms right. of pace. Uh, average just under 69 possessions per game. And uh, that did speed up. Or excuse me, that slowed down a little bit in conference play. But uh, they're going to be willing to get up and down the floor with Bryant. Thus, the total being this high. And, and neither, in terms of the way they stack up in the grand scheme of things, great defensively. Bryant being the worst defensive team of the two. 105.1 points allowed per 100 possessions, according to Ken Palm. Okay. So, uh, any play? Nothing here, right? Just go I don't watch have a play. Enjoy. I yeah. don't have a play. I might right. live bet the game, but uh, if you don't have a strong opinion before the game, now you got and, and you have betting apps, uh, you can always live bet. That's a, a pretty sometimes a better option. All right, let's get to it. We're going to preview the games again that kick off right before tip-off. Uh, before we get on the air tomorrow, we'll start 727, 728, Matt Humans. And this is starting to find its way uh, toward Colorado State now. Peaked at 2.5 in favor of Michigan. We're now down to as low as 1, and that's over at Circa at this point right now with a total of 136.5. As you always say, too, a good indication of where some respected money is coming because I don't think Circa is going to be moving off of uh, numbers. If it's just Joe Schmo coming in and betting some numbers. Well, there's information this morning mm-hmm. that was negative for Michigan. Devontae Ooh, Jones, starting guard, did not make the trip to Indianapolis Ooh, for the game. This. Okay. Uh, so that's why the number has ticked down a little bit. Devontae Jones not going to play for the Wolverines. That's going to be a blow. Now, I do think uh, they got a backup guard who can play about as well. Really, what you got to do here if you're Michigan, you got you to feed Hunter Dickinson. I don't care if it's inside or out. You got to feed Hunter Dickinson. You got to let Musa Diabate and your big men go to work because Colorado State's an undersized team, and that's where your advantage is. Obviously, I don't like Michigan as much as I did yesterday, and uh, it sucks when you wake up and you sleep for two hours and you wake up and something negative happens in a game you bet. Uh, but that's what happened. I w- Fell asleep for a couple hours. I wake up. I see Twitter. Devontae Jones is out for Michigan. Okay. Wow, yeah, uh, so uh, that's why that number has ticked down a little bit. I still think Michigan should win the game. Just don't like to play as much. Right. Well, and uh, to your point, uh, David Roddy's still 6'6", right? Uh, Dickinson, Devontae, are all still 6'10", and 7'1". Uh, and majority of the offensive production is still coming from Roddy, who's going to have to match up with both of those guys. So uh, Jones is very important. And especially in a matchup where you have two pretty good guards on the other side with Colorado State, and, right, including uh, Stevens. But at the mm-hmm. same time, the mismatches are what they are in terms of size. So, all right, explains the uh, total there. Excuse me, the, the side move there and the total now 136.5 or 137, depending on where you're looking. One and a half is a predominant number, although some spots are as low as one. From there, uh, let's go to the other matchups that we have tomorrow morning. Again, we're rolling through these at the top of the day. South Dakota State and Providence. This is the matchup of the morning because this is everybody's darling. The Jackrabbits taking on Providence. And I know that we saw this quote. You sent this in. Uh, Ed Cooley was um, playing motivator here, it did seem like, for his team because nobody, not even the the parents of the children who play for Providence, although they're all kind of grown men, uh, believe in Providence and their chances here in this game. Quote, I don't think there's a person in America who has given us a chance to win this game tomorrow, said Ed Cooley. Cooley, a motivational genius, has players believing the world is picking them to lose to South Dakota State. He's correct to some degree, says Jeff Goodman. Many picking the Jackrabbits. Yeah, there's a quote. I don't think there's a person in America who has given us a chance to win this game tomorrow. So that's why he's telling his players. He's obviously trying to motivate these guys. My follow-up would be, even you, coach? Us against the world. (laughs) Nobody believes in the front. Friars, uh, you know what? I think this is the most fascinating game of the first round. Yes. Because 
if Providence wins, you're going to hear endless talk on Twitter and chatter on Twitter about the square dog and blah, blah, blah. Uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits uh, were the square side, and it was a sucker play. And if uh, Providence goes down, you're going to hear, well, Providence is phony the whole time. Mm-hmm. And all the guys who were talking about the Jackrabbits being a square play are going to be quiet. They're going to disappear, or it's going to be the reverse uh, scenario. Uh, but when you're talking about a matchup, JVT, that also makes us fascinating because South Dakota State's the number two scoring offense in college basketball, about 87 points a game. They shoot the three. Actually, look at their two-point and three-point field goal percentages. Most efficient offense in college basketball are one of the most, I should say, top three in those categories. They shoot 45% from three-point range. That's insane. Providence has got to try to get physical, make this game ugly, and win with defense. Uh, So it's contrasting styles. First in three-point percentage in the country and uh, ninth in two-point percentage in the country. So this is an extremely effective offense. That's why I keep saying, too, with this, uh, while, yes, the Jackrabbits are the trendy dog, there's also a reason behind it. It's not just all Providence-based. It's also based on the South Dakota Jackrabbits and the way that they play basketball. All right, uh, we have plenty left to get to. we got three more games to preview before uh, the games that will tip off, including uh, I don't know why we're doing this. Memphis, I think, has already moved on to face Gonzaga. So at least How about uh, that number bumping up to three this morning? Oh, yeah. Uh, Memphis now from a a two-and-a-half to a three-point favorite against Boise State. State. I am uh, not surprised given the, uh, you know, licking the finger, testing the wind, and finding out what everybody thinks about Memphis here. Just athletes at Boise State has never seen before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, we'll get everything you need to beat the madness this year with 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, that's him right over there, Jonathan Von Tobel, that's me right here, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every team, game, conference, player to watch, favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to Visa into the end of the tournament, April 5th for only $19 at vcin.com slash madness. On the other side, Aaron Moore, Points Your Weekly contributor, joins us. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NCAA tournament is underway. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert. Watch all of your favorite games, or if you stay up late to see that intense overtime contest, take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to fivehourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. The flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There is a flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. Had pink lemonade the other day. Very good flavor. Very good flavor. I'm a big pink lemonade guy. For some reason, it just tastes better than normal lemonade. Aaron Moore is with us, points for weekly contributor. I'm also a child on the inside. Professor of sports media over at Ryder as well. Aaron, it's always good to talk to you, man. So uh, before we get to some big picture stuff, let's talk about tonight. Uh, humans and I do have an opinion on this Rutgers-Notre Dame game, but I'd love to see where your head's at here. Rutgers, um, and at one point, catching a point here against Notre Dame, still floating around in that same space right now. Uh, total, depending on where you shop. Let's see, I have lost the number here. I've got it at 134 and a half. What do you say here? Well, gentlemen, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, I think that's an interesting game in the line change of now you see Rutgers catching some points. I hate to say it, but I'm on the Rutgers side here. I don't like to see that change and be on that side. And the reason I'm taking Rutgers is you've got two mediocre teams. Let's just call them mediocre, one from the Big Ten, one from the ACC. And as good of Notre Dame's offense is, I think the one commodity going into this game we know is the Rutgers defense. You know Rutgers is going to play hard defense. You know they're going to rebound well. I think that's the given going into this game. So if they can take Notre Dame off of that pretty good offense with a good defense, I'm going to take the defense here. That's why I'm going Rutgers. Yeah, I can tell you why Notre Dame's favorite. I know the exact sharp group that's on the Irish. So, uh, what are our chances? What's that? What are our chances? Uh, 50-50. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Rutgers, too, basically because of the defense rebounding angle. Uh, but I know the sharp group that's on Notre Dame, and they are pretty sharp. So uh, that's what we're up against in that Rutgers-Notre Dame game tonight in Dayton. Aaron Moore with us. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Pub Relations Prof. Aaron, how about Colgate-Wisconsin? Popular underdog pick. And the more I look at the uh, Raiders, the more I like him. Team that hung 100 points on Syracuse this, this season. I think you grabbed nine with Colgate. Right now, the best number I see out there is plus eight. Why do you like the Raiders against the Badgers? And that is one of those matchups when you're watching Selection Sunday. You see, well, here's the team that fits the profile that can knock off the bigger squad. Colgate passes the ball. 
very well. I think that's one of the things you're going to hear is about how well they shoot. They're a very good passing team. They pass the ball well. They shoot from the outside. If there's going to be a recipe for a team out of the Patriot League to beat a Big Ten team, it has to be outside shooting. It has to be efficiency on offense. So I like where Colgate is. They're one of the hottest teams in the country. They're going to move the ball around. Wisconsin is going to play that plotting style that we're accustomed to seeing. You don't know how good Johnny Davis is. I think Wisconsin wins the game. I don't see this being a total upset, but nine points I just think is too many, and you do see that line changing. I was hoping later in the week it was going to be going down even more and possibly finding a middle, but I don't think there's going to be a middle opportunity. So I've got Colgate. I really like the nine, especially you're seeing eights out there now. All right, let's talk about another popular dog, Uh, but you're not playing the side here. You're playing the total. South Dakota State Providence, and what's your play on the Jackrabbits-Friars matchup? Once again, it is interesting how these are the topics of conversation. Colgate, South Dakota State, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden the whole college basketball world is an expert in Colgate (laughs) and South Dakota State. All of a sudden. As good as Providence was, they are being overlooked. And I don't necessarily want to take Providence, and I don't want to get on this dog, South Dakota State. So what I'm going to do, and I really like this total, is I'm taking the under. I got it at 149.5. I see 149 out there. The reason being Providence is a very experienced team. Look at their team average in terms of age. They're, they're in their 20s, and they're an experienced team. They won the Big East, so obviously they're a good squad. They want to play the game in the high 60s, low 70s. And if South Dakota State pulls off an upset, which is certainly something that might happen, I don't think it's going to be because South Dakota State dictated the pace of the entire game. So I, this is a way I think you can back Providence without getting involved on the side is – I don't want to pick a winner here, but I think Providence, their experience, is going to be able to keep that under 150 total. Okay. Well, I get Aaron Morgan, VEASAN contributor at Pub Relation Prof up on Twitter. Uh, all right, Aaron, let's go to a game uh, that involves the Boise State Broncos taking on Memphis. Uh, I was making the joke earlier that Memphis, the first team in history to move on without playing a game because it does seem that everybody's just written this off, and uh, they are penciled in to take on Gonzaga in the next round, but you do like the Tigers here, right? Walk us through this matchup. Once again, it feels weird to be on the side of the momentum, to be on the bandwagon, but I really do think Memphis is the better play, and the reason being is Jalen Duran. I think this is going to be one of the guys, if, if Memphis wins one game, I still think he's going to be one of the guys that you see a lot of national attention going to. He's that good. He might be a top five, a top ten NBA pick. He's got the size. He's got the power. And we know that Boise State has key jab in the middle, and they like to play down low. But one of the things I saw with Boise State that they played really well in the Mountain West tournament was Degenhart. He was a really good option for them. But I think with the size of Memphis State that it's going to be very difficult for that room to operate down low. So I think Memphis gets it to Duran down low, and they play a physical game. And I'll take the Tigers here. 
Like it. All right. Uh, let's roll through a couple. You don't more like it. You don't like it because well, you're on the Broncos. No, I'm on the Broncos, okay. but I like the analysis. And Aaron at least does respect them. I, I have seen uh, I've seen a lot of just like that. Nah, they're moving on. Like Memphis mm-hmm. is a nine and a half point favorite. And I think the line represents that uh, it's probably going to be a little bit tighter. than I that. did have somebody ask me on a radio show yesterday. Is this the best Mountain West conference has ever been? I said, not even close. No. <laughs> not even close. These are four, I think, mostly mediocre teams. Uh, the Mountain West has had much better teams than this in the past. But yep. this Boise State team's big. They've got shooters, and they should not be disrespected or dismissed. No. Yeah. Uh, hey, one more side before we get to some of the future plays. Uh, New Mexico State and UConn, it does seem the Aggies are a pretty popular upset selection as well. And it's a, uh, what, five twelve matchup. What do you see here? So this one is interesting. It's, I think that five twelve side is going to get a lot of attention on New Mexico State. But it's not, for me, take away that 5-12. I just think New Mexico State is one of these teams that, for the most part, national people have not seen. They haven't been talked about on the national profile. UConn, good, solid. They like to play physical. But New Mexico State has a good amount of athleticism. And I really hope this is the game that gets Teddy Allen some national attention. Very good player. I think he's the kind of guy, if you look at a game, where one player on a, I hate to use the term Cinderella sleeper team, but one of those teams on a dog that can lift his team over a favorite power conference squad. I, I do like Teddy Allen in this case, and I think seven is just too many points. Yeah, it might have been the most bizarre result of the entire season was New Mexico State losing as a 17-point favorite at Chicago State. But I will say the Chicago State crowd was rabid that day. All 50 people were fired up. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Aaron Moore, you wrote a couple columns in the uh, V-CEN March Madness betting guide. Uh, Let's talk about those a little bit. You're not buying into Coach K and Duke and some of the narratives we haven't seen play out so far. I thought that was interesting. And let's talk about some of the futures you like the most as well. Looking at it from a future, well, to start out with the Coach K, I think it's really interesting. And one of the reasons I wrote that piece for the betting guide is you're going to hear so much analysis about Coach K and the role he plays and what's going to happen because of Coach K. And I wrote that piece uh, basically saying do not include him in the handicapping. I just don't think it's going to play a role in it. It's going to be more about the Duke players. And the more you think about Coach K, I think that takes you off the path of proper handicapping because he's not playing. He's Coach K. He's not Player K. And I think you got to take that into account. But from a futures perspective, there's a few out there, and it's one of the things that I'm looking at is rather than just hone in on taking a national champion, that's one ticket to cash. I think you got to split it up, and you have to look at futures across the board. And I know it's, once again, it's a popular, trendy play, but Kansas, to get to the final four, I was able to get it at two to one. I really like that play. And what I was able to do is chop Kansas into pieces. I don't want to play him for the national championship. I don't think they're that quality to beat Arizona, to beat Gonzaga, to beat Kentucky. But I will pay a small minus number for them to get to the Elite Eight. And I will take that two-to-one plus number to get to the Final Four. And I think it's a good way of riding certain teams rather than just say, do we want to have Gonzaga? Do we want to have Kentucky? Do we want to have Arizona as a national champion? I really suggest looking at different brackets and finding teams where they can peak at. And I really like uh, excuse me, Kansas to get to the Elite Eight 
to get to the Final Four. And then go over on the other side, i really like to see where Texas Tech can get to the Elite Eight. You can get that one at plus number as well. So I think from a futures perspective, look at where teams are going to reach their peak and there's a number of tickets to bet. Garen, right now it's Westgate Superbook. You can get Kansas over two and a half wins at plus 110. Uh, so to follow your point there, I, I made that bet as well. Thanks for joining us. We're uh, going to take a quick break here. That's Aaron Moore. Back in a couple minutes with Chuck Esposito. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Drink smooth, draft smart, make it count. Words to live by. Matt Humans has it tattooed on him. Compete free this March with the Whiskey and Wins series presented by Jack Daniels. Play an eight free contest for your shot at a share of $24,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Daniels now to join the action. Jack Daniels, make it count. 21 only, uh, 21 and older only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. $24,000. That's about half of what the Indianapolis Colts cost me when they blew that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during the season. That's true. That's oh, actually true. That's not an exaggeration. All right, let's talk we? NFL oh, yeah, draft yeah. with Chuck Esposito. Now really? we're going to talk oh, March Madness. Like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready at all. <laughs> Chuck, uh, how was last night in terms of action with the first four? The two thrilling affairs that we saw last night. Uh, action was great, guys. I think just having it back at the kind of traditional format of the play-in games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday has been tremendous. Outcome wasn't great. It was actually a good start for the, the betters on the other side of the counter. Um, but overall, man, head's been on a swivel with everything going on in college hoops and getting ready for the tournament and then baseball and football free agency. Uh, no downtime this week. It's been a really busy week overall. Chuck, you're famous for throwing parties. Uh, you do it for the NFL draft. You do it for NFL weekends. You do, you've done it for March Madness in the past. Are you throwing any parties out of Red Rock this week? And follow that up with, uh, if you can, an explanation of your contest. Because Station Casinos does have a, uh, a really good March Madness contest. Yeah, as far as the game goes, Matt, I mean, of course, we'll be showing it in the race and sports book here. Um, we have extended that out where we're showing the games uh, in Rock's Lounge, um, in the Lucky Bar and throughout the bowling center and property. So there's a number of options to watch the game. We know the book will be packed. It'll be standing room only. Uh, Rock's Lounge is really a good alternative, um, not per se a party, just an alternative uh, to watch all the games as far as viewing parties go. We are working on a draft party, though, and you and I can talk about that in JVT, uh, you know, sometime after the tournament. Um, last man standing, great contest. Winner, you know, take all. You win, you move on, just like the tournament. Uh, one entry is $25, four entries for 100 gets you a fifth entry free, um, and we've extended the deadline. It's not 9 a.m. on the first Thursday. It's actually 5 p.m., so if you're interested in getting in last man standing, uh, you still have some time to get in. I've done that contest in the past. It's a very good one. So if you get a chance, if you're going to be in Vegas or live in Vegas, try to enter that March Madness contest at Station Casinos. Chuck, um, can you give us a quick update? Last night it was uh, Indiana and Texas Southern advancing two favorites. Give us an update on uh, the betting action on tonight's two first four games in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I think when you look at tonight's games, Matt, I mean, they're, they're, they're decent matchups, and, you know, we've seen some of that play across the board. Uh, Rutgers has gotten some, you know, some play against Notre Dame. They seem to be a team that's getting a little bit of backing um, right now. And the Bryant-Wright State game, um, it's been a little bit on Wright State so far. That number's jumped up kind of a full point uh, since we posted it on Sunday night. 
Chuck Esposito with us. All right, Thursday, Friday, Chuck, uh, of the two days, what game is shaping up to draw the most action for you guys over at Stations? You know, guys, we've seen a lot of dog play. I mean, you look at teams like, you know, maybe not household names. You're talking about uh, South Dakota State, uh, Vermont, Georgia State, Colgate. Um, seen a lot of dog play so far. Um, you know, I think there's so much parity now, and a lot of these smaller schools are able to compete with the Blue Bloods because kids have been there for three and four years. Um, so that kind of gives you an indication that we're seeing dog play. I think it's, it's an inf- we're in an information era. Everybody on you know, TV or the Internet or podcast is talking about live dogs, and those are all getting some substantial play. All right, what dogs do you like, Chuck? And uh, sometimes these uh, th- these dogs that get too popular end up being called square dogs, especially when they don't deliver. Uh, which dogs do you think might be live? Where are you seeing some actual sharp play on the underdogs? You know, sharp play has been on some of those games, guys. Really, the, the initial sharp push was on Georgia State against Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they, they shoot well enough or, or have the speed to, to compete with the Zags, but um, clearly that was the, the initial push a little bit. Um, I like Creighton against uh, San Diego State. I think there's some value on Creighton. They might be a year away from being really, really good, but I think um, they're a live dog. And one of the intriguing matchups is is tomorrow, one of the later games, San Francisco against Murray State, where we've seen that game kind of flip, uh, where Murray State is the favorite right now. Yeah, I like Murray State in that game, too. Here at the South Point, uh, the oddsmakers open San Francisco minus 2.5. So it's going to be interesting to see who's right there. Uh, Murray State Racers, a 30-2 and team out of the Ohio Valley, uh, now one-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, Chuck, you know, one of the uh, matchups I'm pretty interested in, and I would assume this fits the criteria of popular underdog, uh, what have you seen for one of the late games on Friday, Davidson and Michigan State? I would assume that uh, Davidson a pretty popular play. They, they are, JVT. I think, you know, you can make a case that uh, Davidson, they could maybe win, you know, a couple of games and I think be competitive in their next matchup if they can get by Michigan State. But very low number. We've seen some action coming in on Davidson. It wouldn't surprise me to see this number drop a little bit more. Yeah, that one in Colgate, too. I think you mentioned Colgate, right? What number are you guys at with Colgate yep. stations? At Wisconsin, too, we're, I mean, we, I've seen higher out there. We're at seven and a half now. So, you know, it, it's funny to be talking about teams like Colgate and, and Davidson and, and, and South Dakota State but they and Vermont, but they are all getting action right now, which you didn't see. You know, five, ten years ago was predominantly, you know, all chalks in the tournament. Uh, the numbers are much tighter now. You're not seeing those huge favorites anymore. And when you do, there seems to be value on the dog. But uh, we're a little bit lower on Wisconsin right now because we have seen some Colgate money come in. Tomorrow morning, Chuck, the action starts early in the first game to tip because it looks like Michigan, Colorado State, and that's at a 9-15 out here in Vegas. Michigan was a two, two-and-a-half point favorite in a lot of spots. Devontae Jones, our starting guard, ruled out this morning, concussion protocol. So this number has dropped down to one or one-and-a-half, total of 136-and-a-half. And also South Dakota State and Providence. Uh, I think you're going to have strong two-way action in this game, but I want to get your thoughts on it. With South Dakota State, a two-point dog against the Friars, the Summit League against the Big East. Well, talk about both those games, guys. Mm -hmm. First, Matt, I mean, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned four or five kind of non-household name dogs, and South Dakota State is one of those dogs that's getting a lot of play. Um, So we're going to be Providence fans, it looks like, in that game. 
In the Michigan-Colorado State game, I was kind of surprised even Michigan opened up where they did. I didn't have them um, in the 68. Um, I was surprised that they were 11 seed. It meant the committee thought they were in all along. Um, I, I thought they shouldn't have been in, and I thought maybe A&M should have. That's just my opinion. Um, but uh, th- that number has actually come down as well, mentioned with what, what you talked about as far as the, the injury goes or the concussion protocol. Um, but that number's come down too. So it looks like we'll be Michigan fans uh, and Providence fans as we speak right now. Well, what about Memphis and Boise State, Chuck? This is one that, that I'm really interested in. I've got Boise State here. It seems that uh, almost everybody you talk to has already moved Memphis on, and the number's up to three in some spots. Are you guys going to head to three by the time you get to tip-off tomorrow? We're there. We're there, yeah. JVT. The same thing. Number has ticked up in that game as well. I mean, we're starting to see more and more play today. I mean, the, the room's packed. The initial push on some of those games that I mentioned was really more from the sharp side. Now as the public kind of rolls in um, today and, and, of course, uh, tonight and early tomorrow, you're going to see a lot more public play. Uh, but there's no question that Boise has been kind of a combination of both so far. All right, Chuck, uh, everybody's in a bracket contest, almost everybody anyway. Uh, Who would you pick to advance to the Final Four? Who do you like to win the whole thing? Are you on the Gonzaga bandwagon? Well, I think, Matt, when you look at the West region, for me, I think that's the easiest road. Um, I know they got beat by Duke here at T-Mobile. I was at that game. It was a phenomenal game. But I think after you look at Gonzaga and Duke, Texas Tech just has problems scoring. And then I think there's somewhat of a drop-off, although Arkansas played well in the second half of the season. So in the West, I do have Gonzaga there. Um, In the East, kind of went back and forth a little bit with basically three teams. Um, I ended up still going with, uh, you know, Kentucky there. Um, And the South, uh, I like Tennessee. I've liked Tennessee all season. I thought Rick Barnes, you know, he's always had that problem in the in the uh, tournament with Texas. Um, but Tennessee, with their wins against Kentucky this year, the way they won that conference tournament, I thought they should have been a number two. Personally, I felt the committee made a mistake there. It was like they already had made up their mind that they were going to be a number three uh, before that happened. So I'm going to go Tennessee there, and I'm going to go a little bit off the grid in the Midwest too. I'm going to go Wisconsin, with Wisconsin uh, out of the Big Ten. I think you're right, Chuck. I think the committee actually sets its bracket late in the week. Yeah. Uh, Duke gets blown out in the ACC tournament. Ah, still a number two. Tennessee makes a run to the SEC tournament title. Still a number three. I think the committee does get, as Bruce Marshall says, lazy and uh, doesn't want to shake up its bracket based on uh, those conference tournament results on the last weekend. All right, Chuck, 30 seconds, one more time, uh, a summary of uh, your contest, because I'm trying to talk JVT into getting in this uh, March Madness contest at Station Casinos. Sorry you have to talk them into it, but Last Man Standing is our signature contest, guys. We offer it for pro football, college football, and, of course, the, the college basketball tournament. $25 entry fee gets you one entry. $100 gets you four and a fifth one free. It's just like the tournament. You're picking against our contest line every day, every day, but if you win, you move on. Winner takes all. If there's multiple people, it will be split aggregately, um, and there's no more tiebreaker now. So whoever's left standing would split it, and, again, the, it, the deadline is been extended from 9 a.m. tomorrow until 5 p.m. Great contest. Uh, come on in and get signed up. We'll take good care of you guys. Don't worry. Are you, in? you put it that way. I'm in. I'm in. You're in. My mind has been changed. I was vehemently against it, but now I'm totally in. Chuck, good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Go say what's up over to Chuck. You know, I used to be a, a porter at uh, Red Rock back yes, in the day. At Starbucks. And, and, right? Yeah. Well, Starbucks and up in banquets. But tell you, Rock's Lounge, oh, okay. it's a spot, man. Pretty cool. All right. We'll come back. Uh, we have Best Pets and more as we wrap it up.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? Like moving to Louisville, for example. And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 challenge today at ZYN.com slash 10. That's ZYN.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right. Best bets. Recap from last night. Uh, we go on NBA first, right? Uh, NBA, nothing from last night because there was only four games. They were all kind of boring. And uh, that's done. You see the, do you see the slate for tomorrow in the NBA? Uh, I did not look ahead at Friday in the Thursday in the NBA. Loaded. What do we have? Is it loaded? loaded. Really? Detroit and Orlando. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the NBA typically uh, has a really light schedule. You don't want to take the whole day off. But it was like one or two games typically yeah. on Thursday or Friday. 
Uh, so today, What's actually, the Friday schedule on uh, the Friday's yeah, actually packed. Okay. Yeah, like, I okay. think there's like six, seven games. Uh, today's jam packed too. Today's card is actually really awesome in the NBA. Uh, so two best bets here. Uh, we'll start with the Hornets plus one against the uh, Atlanta Hawks. So I've mentioned this to you in passing, but I just I don't understand the infatuation the market has with the Atlanta Hawks. They come into yeah. this game now zero and seven against the spread. <laughs> the market has moved toward them in almost every single one of those games, and we're talking about closing big numbers like twelve against Indiana. Right, you can go down the list. I think it was 13 and a half against Portland, and they're just failing to cover these numbers. And again here today, you're on the road against the Charlotte Hornets team who's played well in March, who leads the league in offensive efficiency in the month of March and is top three in offensive efficiency since the All-Star break. Uh, By the way, something I wrote about that their offense would turn things around right before the All-Star break. Anyway, um, but then again today, they open up as a two-point favorite. The Hornets do at home. Home court's worth two. These are two pretty even teams. Makes sense. They get up to a one-point underdog here now. So, again, the market's on Atlanta for some reason. You just can't understand why they're just consistently backing the, the, uh, the Hawks on a night-to-night basis. So, yet again, I will, I'll take the shot and I'll go against them. I'll take the Hornets plus one. And then I'll go Clippers plus one and a half against the Raptors. I just kind of think, like, look, there's not much separating the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Clippers at this point. Robert Covington should be back tonight. He's not on the injury report. He hasn't played since I think it was the 6th of March uh, in which he's been available. But, like, you're talking about a Toronto team that, yes, they congratulations. You beat up on the Lakers. You won that game by nine points, but you're in LA and taking on the Clippers team, who in the in the uh, last twelve games, let me see if I have this right, so I get this to you. Mm-hmm. That is nine and five straight up, ten and four against the spread. In their last fourteen games, that's since February twelfth, and that is a lot. One hundred eight point two points per one hundred possessions and non garbage time minutes. OG Ananobi, Fred VanVleet are still uh, pretty banged up, doubtful and questionable respectively tonight. I just kind of feel like the market's a little out over its skis here with Toronto. So give me the Clippers plus one and a half back at home against the Raptors. So two small underdogs, Hornets plus one, Clippers plus one and a half. Tonight. You were talking about the trend with the Hawks. What yeah. is it, 0-7 ATS, the last yeah. seven? Yes, 0-7, <laughs> last seven. Yep, 0-6 ATS. Sorry, yes, you got in front of me now. 0-6. Yep. Uh, last night when I was doing some tournament uh, research, I came across a similar trend that a lot of people probably don't realize. In the NCAA tournament, Duke is 0-6 ATS in his last six games. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. how about that? Coach K is incredible. He's not, he's not a coach anymore. Everybody calls him Coach K. He's CEO K. No, he hasn't okay. coached for a long time. <laughs> Just roll him out there and let's see him work. Uh, so with that, NBA, the books, again, today's actually awesome. How about some of these games, too, by the way? Philly and Cleveland, um, Dallas and Brooklyn, Chicago and Utah. Boston, Golden State later tonight as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Denver, Washington, and then the Lakers and Timberwolves, just because the Lakers are good theater. But really good card tonight in the NBA. Uh, NCAA tournament, just a recap from last night. Uh, Indiana, minus three and a half versus Wyoming. Get the win. They cover. Uh, so didn't have to sweat that out. Looked like it might be a little bit. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis was a stud in that game. What, 29 points, 15 rebounds? Yeah, and was uh, so smooth and stealthy with the speed. I think was it was him that uh, completely <laughs> traveled at the end with a bucket. He <laughs> took four steps in the lane, and it was not called. And uh, the, the uh, commentating crew, the three stooges, didn't even pick up on it until they watched the replay and said, he might have traveled. Maybe. Hey, you think so? In a live action, you could tell he took four steps in the lane, and it wasn't called. But that was a key bucket too, to help the Hoosiers cover that number. Uh, it might have been a little different outcome if that travel yep. was called. But anyway, we'll take it. We both, we both had the Hoosiers. That's right. In different ways, but still a win nonetheless. And uh, now we can expand on this because we didn't talk about it at the beginning of the show. 
But I took the point with Rutgers. Uh, I look this Notre Dame team. I don't is a fine team, whatever if you want to call a fine team in terms of like the second best team in the ACC in the regular season. But I think Rutgers, when you're talking about a team that is seven terms of average height by Ken Palm standards, right? Mm-hmm. Again, the measurements they have such good size. They have scoring as well, uh, and they're they're versatile in terms of the way they can defend. Like with that size, you can switch almost one through four. Like there's a lot to like. I think about this Rutgers team, at least in a matchup like this against Notre Dame. And by the way, if this plays out like I think it does, wouldn't sleep on him against Alabama either in the first round should they win this game oh I agree you know so yeah give me Rutgers that's a tricky thing about Rutgers the same I've felt the same way filling out the bracket is Rutgers can lose tonight or Rutgers can end up in the sweet 16 yeah I would agree with that Absolutely. So I added that. The other play is still sitting on Boise State plus two and a half. Looks like it's going to be a bad number. That's probably going to close three. Uh, Murray State plus one and a half against San Francisco. Great number because they're now a one and a half point favorite. Not a great number, but a good number. Uh, Creighton plus two and a half against San Diego State. Uh, that's still floating around that two, two and a half range. South Dakota State plus one and a half against Providence. Two and a half, excuse me. And I added something fun. How about this? Let's do it. Colgate to win the Midwest, 200 to one. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Okay. Now, the part of this is the way the bracket. I think they're they're very live again. Look at the bracket, though, right? You're gotta looking at Wisconsin, it right now. Wisconsin got to beat the LSU Iowa State winner. <laughs> got to beat the uh, maybe Auburn in the next game. Hey, or Col- USC. Colgate could get to the Elite Eight. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I think the path to an Elite Eight berth is there, and then we'll see what happens, and you know whatever it is. But the, the what got me here. Not only are they a pretty decent team, it's the bracket that they fall on. You know, taking on LSU or Iowa State, I don't think it's the most daunting task. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Right? You know, so if you get past Wisconsin, uh, the path softens up a little bit there. So, yeah, give me Colgate, 201. Let's do it. Okay. Let's have some fun. It's It's March Madness. I felt good when I had a couple tournament long shots last week, conference tournaments on Cal State Fullerton seven to one and Iowa four to one. You're, yeah. you're going two hundred to one. Do it. Hey, you know what? You get Boise State at plus three ten. You know, you get a little chalk in there to win the Mountain <laughs> West. Now let's go. Use, let's use the winnings. My kid doesn't have to go to college. <laughs> you got two kids. Yeah, fifty fifty. Huh? One of them is going to go. One of them is going to be smart. I don't know which one yet. All right. Uh, let's see. Great smart sport. money. It looks like smart money might be on Rut- on uh, on Notre Dame tonight, but we'll see. That's uh, only one really sharp group I know of on the Irish tonight. I played the Rutgers at uh, Pickham. Could have had plus one. I anticipated Rutgers going off as the uh, the favorite. Indiana winner last night. Again, Trace Jackson Davis was huge in that game. Actually, had twenty nine points and nine rebounds in that game. I think it was uh, Geronimo was huge off the yeah. bench. Uh, Jordan Geronimo for the Hoosiers last night. Anyway, let's go on to Thursday's games. Michigan minus two. Not going to get. I actually bet Michigan minus one, but I moved to two, so I put the play out of two. And now Devontae Jones has been ruled out for the Wolverines, and the line's back to one. Anyway, Longwood, Lancers plus 17. That number is now 18. Uh, the Volunteers getting some uh, action in that one. Uh, Rick Barnes, one, 11 and one against the spread in his last 13 NCAA tournament games. Murray State. But I like I like Longwood. You have to like something about the personnel in these underdogs. You just don't blindly play dogs. Uh, but I, I think this, I watched Longwood in the conference tournament, and I think uh, the Lancers can give the Volunteers some problems. So it took 17 there. Murray State plus one and a half against San Francisco. That favorite's now flipped to minus one and a half. But the Racers, a 30 and two team with. Uh, 
Uh, I think some uh, disrespect the way this line opened with uh, San Francisco minus two and a half here at the South Point. We'll see. South Dakota State plus two against Providence. Boise State, I actually bought this line up to plus three, and then it just moved to plus three. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't like taking two and a half. Three is a key number in uh, college hoops. So I did take Boise State plus three, and uh, that number's out there now if you just want to grab it at minus 110. Right. And Vermont plus five against Arkansas. You know, you were talking about Colgate. You remember last year, Colgate had a 17-point lead against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. or It was a double-digit lead. It was yeah, a double-digit double lead. Check. I might end up losing the game by 17. But Colgate led by 10, 12, 14, something like that. Ended up getting blown out in that game. Uh, Vermont is the type of team that can finish the job against uh, the Razorbacks. And that game is in Buffalo. And I've seen Eric Musselman complaining about how it's kind of a home game for Vermont. Uh, anyway... Uh, I, th- I think you're right about Colgate being a dangerous dog, and I feel the same way about the Vermont Catamounts. 14, uh, uh, 14 point lead. Led by 14, lost by 17, right? Yeah, uh, and then lost best. Yep, yep, 85 68. Okay. Friday plays Davidson plus two against Michigan State. Texas, pick them against Virginia Tech. Chattanooga plus seven and a half against Illinois. You can now grab eight on that number. Loyola. Minus one against Ohio State, Montana State plus 15 against Texas Tech, and Iowa State plus four against LSU. And I'll tweet out all of these plays as well. And uh, just to update, if you want to play Kansas on uh, some futures props, at Circa, Kansas is plus 215 to win the Midwest region. Kansas tournament wins over two and a half is plus 110 at the Westgate Superbook. I also played Arizona tournament wins over two and a half minus 110. Kentucky tournament wins over two and a half plus 120. Those are all square plays, but chalk happens. Typically advances when you get to the second, third rounds. I like the way the brackets break down for those teams. And I played the Big Ten over 11 combined wins in this tournament. And the Big Ten has won with Indiana last night. Hey, uh, really quickly, last 30, my final four, Arkansas, Nova, Kentucky, Kansas. Who are yours? You got Arkansas in the final four. I do. Oh, I do. Okay. And I stick by it. I've got Duke, Kentucky, Arizona, Kansas. All right. I like it. All right, we're all done. Uh, you got Kansas in the final. So do I. By the way, you know Duke has five players projected to be NBA first-round picks. Yeah, they'll probably lose in yeah. the first round. All right. We're all done. We'll see you tomorrow. The rules are- At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.